Hello and welcome to our Game of Thrones recap series. Uh, this is the final episode, The Dragon and the Wolf. We'll be recapping that today. Um, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm John. And today we've got a lovely special guest with us, haven't we? Our producer, our host of our normal show. Um, would you like to Joe. introduce yourself? <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. Joe! <laughs> I stuck all season for winter to get here in Game of Thrones. It's took me all season to appear on this show. It has. It has. We've been asking you all season, haven't we? But Yep. I thought I'd come for the big finale. Big finale. Bring the big guns out for the last episode. You're like the snow that turns up on King's Landing at the very end. (laughs) James is like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, fantastic. We've got a... Finally got you on anyway. Happy to, happy yeah. to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be on the show, the uh, finale. Right. So um, I'll just tell you what we... I'm sure you've listened to it, but basically yeah. what, what I do, I'll go through scene for scene. And if there's anything you want to say, just butt right in and uh, just say your stuff. <laughs> Great. <laughs> right. If you, you're all right if we just get straight into this? Yeah, go through it, yeah. Fantastic. Let's go. Right. So we start off this episode... With the shot of the unsullied army, um, it starts off with uh, Grain Worm, and you see the uh, unsullied army outside of King's Landing, don't we? Yep. Um, before it goes up to Bron, um, ordering people about on the wall. Uh, I think he, I think he tells uh, someone to get like an extra five hundred barrels of oil. I think they're basically getting ready for war, aren't they? Yeah, they're like, oh, how many barrels have we got? Five hundred. Get five hundred more. Um, and then the Dothraki. Well, actually, I think there's a conversation between Jamie and um Bron for about cocks and stuff it's it's the whole it's a whole thing it's yeah. the whole um what are you fighting for if you've not got a cock essentially yeah, yeah. it's all cocks in the end i think they end up saying <laughs> oh, it's down to cocks it's all cocks in the end but i've seen a few people today actually using that as a metaphor for the show is it all going to come down to it's just all a load of cocks <laughs> that's all <laughs> the show's about basically the end of it yeah maybe yeah <laughs> um but yeah um, they have that conversation then the dothraki come in um, join the uh, Unsullied and they're, they're basically shitting themselves like we're never winning against these are we um, it's a great team when you saw them all come in yeah, yeah that was great yeah, yeah. I mean just, just talking like that now like that, this, this is what I feel about unfulfilled promise like it started off so well you're thinking oh shit's going down now and it, it never does you know what I mean it's just I think I think like we mm. see uh, the Unsullied and the Dothraki and we don't see him again, do we, no, throughout the it. entire episode? They wasted a thousand barrels of oil, getting all <laughs> nice and and stuff, and never used them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think it was good how they showed the scale, though. Like They showed a massive scale. Yeah, it, it looked, looked great. Right. Yeah. It did, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, like, obviously, it, it, it will lead somewhere, but now isn't the time for it. Yeah. So they're not going to give you the big... Big so, reveal. No. Yeah. This is this is almost like a lead up yeah, season yeah. to the last season. Yeah, I, I definitely feel. I mean, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. We'll go. We'll go. We'll give our thoughts on the season as a whole. But I, I agree with that. I'll just mention on this bit as well. One thing I mentioned last night watching it. If I had that Dothraki army with me, I'd keep them well away from the White Walkers. The last thing you want is like White Walker Dothrakis. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I mean? Like, yeah. can you imagine that? Like, I'd, that'd be terrifying. I, I mean, are you sure like they'd be any different to any other White Walker Dothraki? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Because they all just look dead. <laughs> yeah, they'd be better to have the sides of them jumping on horseback. <sighs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine an army of like Dothraki, undead Dothraki on horseback? Terrifying. That's what. That's what. Yeah, I'm thinking. I, yep. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I get Keep you. them away from the White Wall. Yeah, let, definitely. Let the, the shitty on solid go first. You, you go yeah. back to where you came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, um, that when we go from that scene to uh, it's, it's basically Tyrion, John, um, Davos. Um, they're on they're on a boat. They're obviously going to King's Landing. I think I think they've got a loads of uh, the Iron Fleet um, yeah. blocking away. I don't I don't know what the way is, but they're blocking. They're, they're basically spread across the sea, aren't they? Um, and yeah, I think they say something. I don't think it paid. I paid much attention to what they were talking about, to be honest. Oh, actually, no. I think um, John was asking like, how many people live here? And Tyrion's like a million. And it's like, oh, why would they all live there? And and it basically comes down to Tyrion saying, um, well, they've got some pretty decent brothels in, in <laughs> King's Landing. That's why people live there. <laughs> much better brothels there than in the north. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it cuts from that to um, the Hound going down under the deck where he kicks a barrel uh, well a thingy and it just goes mental it's the it's the undead soldier in the crate isn't it it was a look on his face when he sort of reacted to it which i liked yeah he's he's clearly terrified of this thing anyhow and and i'm he's not scared of much hound but he's terrified of that hound is someone who doesn't actually react very often or at least not like not like that but in this episode we see him he's fucking scared of this thing yeah i'm rightly so i'm rightly so um it goes from that to cersei talking to the mountain basically saying if anything goes wrong i want you to kill the the blonde the i think did you say blonde or silverhead bitch first (laughs) yeah um basically kill cersei first i think she then said kill john kill and basically she gave an order of a few people to kill and then the rest can kill whatever order you see fit, <laughs> essentially. Is um, can I just ask? Is 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 the mountain looking more and more menacing as time has gone on? Yeah, it's looking more undead. I think. Yeah, I I thought that his eyes are like bright red now. I'm pretty sure they were never that like blood red before. And his skin I mean, is this weird we, we, purpley blue color. Yeah, like I, I'm sure he looks worse now than he did. Yeah, he always looked bad, like with the colors, but it looks more prominent now. I, think. Yeah. I know they say like people can have like a rough paper round. He's had a rough paper round for the last sort of couple yeah. of seasons. But yeah. one thing for him, he does have style. I was saying last night that new Queen's Guard armor. The old oh, black. Yeah. Oh god, I, oh, I, I, I love I want that. that for work. I want to wear that for work. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's some cool get, stuff. Get like. a uniform for work. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the best pieces of armor in the entire show. Like. No, it is. It's amazing. The way the helmet uh, plates cross over over the face. Mm. Love that. Just get that for work. When we fob around your neck with all the <laughs> all <laughs> the armor. Reminds on. me of like the Gondorian uh, armor, though. That. Gondor, yeah. The ring. Do you think so? It's Mo- just it's just the color, the color scheme of it. It's yeah. very black. And I get I, I get a feel of um, the Inquisition from Dragon Age Three. Yeah. So if anyone's actually mm. played that, that looks very close to that. Armor. All right. Yeah. And on the armor thing, uh, I love. I mean, it's always been the same thing, but I'm sure they made improvements to it this year. The Lannister armor that Jamie wears with the like the lion heads on the shoulders. Again, just lovely bit of work that. We could do an entire show on armor, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I love the details of armor. <laughs> <laughs> I love armor. <laughs> um, anyway, we go we go from, from go from there. Sorry, sorry to just interrupt your armor speech, but we'll carry we'll, on with the. We'll, ep- we'll, we'll, we'll John, we'll make our own podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll 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 carry on with the episode recap before. We, I mean, there is there's like I, I agree. By the way, I do agree. I love I love Jamie's armor. Just to get that out there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the next scene is. Uh, it's they've gotten off the boat, um, John, Tyrion, and the lot, and they're, they're met by Bronn. Um, in I think it's the gardens, isn't it, that we've seen before? Yeah, I think so. I feel like yeah. we've seen it before in a few, I think it might be even on the uh, Telltale game, this garden. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, he basically meets, meets, uh, meets them all there, and 
walks and says, I'm going to take you to the dragon pit where we're going to have our meeting. Uh, um, there's a few conversations I quite liked on this walk. We had Brienne and the Hound talking about Arya. I quite like this little uh, conversation because yeah. uh, Brienne, I think, I think um, the Hound says to Brienne, like, um, so why aren't you at Winterfell uh, protecting Arya? And Brienne says, um, the only person who needs protection is the one who gets in Arya's way. And, like, and, and the Hound actually looked proud at this point. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I liked that. Yeah. Um, there was um, Bron and Tyrion are having a bit of a catch up. Um, Bron's now obviously a, a lord, so I think Tyrion took a bit of a dig at that. Like, yeah, Sir, Sir, Sir Bron now, are we? Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, not much else to talk. Oh, go on, sorry. Uh, I, I liked it when he when he was basically at the end of the conversation when they're walking. <clears throat> he says to him, "Don't he like?" It's good. It's good to see you, and he's like you too. Yeah, because yeah. they are mates, but no, they're, they're on they're on opposite sides for the moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and Fully. Tyrion made the offer again of uh, I'll double whatever he's paying you. To. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, he he didn't tell us exactly how much he's earning now, though, does he? So, mm. I mean, we, we we I think he was offered a castle, was he? Or was he, is that just what he wants? He wants a castle. Doesn't I think he? he wants a castle. Yeah. Yep. Well, he did get a lot of gold in like episode four. Or well, he did, but he left it all on the battlefield. Didn't oh he? God, he yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh well. Um, anyway, we go from that scene um, to everyone entering the dragon pit. <clears throat> um, we, we we have uh, yeah, everyone's just walking in. I think um, who is it who goes off? Um, Podrick and Bron walk off to have a bit an ale. Don't have a drink. Yeah. Oh, have yeah. a drink. Um, Leaving so it's the, not for them, is it? That? No, it's leaving it to the uh, what did they call them? Le- let's leave this to the oh, oh can't think. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's skip past that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but um, big thing that happens next anyway is Cersei and her entourage um, um, walking. What is it, Cersei, Jamie, that mountain? I can never remember his name, but Maester. Blah blah. Yeah, Master Kyburn. Kyburn. Uh, Yoron. Yoron, that's his name. Isn't it? Yeah, Yoron. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I really like Yoron, by the way. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's uh, a great. I like that character. He's a great yeah. character. He's, he's a good fucked up character. Mm. You know. I think I think we spoke about it in an earlier episode. Like, he's he should have been like one of the best like new bad guys in this series. You know, I mean, you know, like, he should have taken over from like um, Joffrey and and become that again yeah he had it in him to do it to be honest I think um, it was a good time to introduce that character when they did uh, yeah just because like my, my I've said it before but I've got a pop figure of Joffrey he was one of my favourite characters on Game of Thrones because he was he was he was messed up. Oh, yeah, he was definitely. a very good. We finally got another character. Not finally. We've we've just got another character who's just as. Not as messed up as that, but... Yeah, it's a bit cooler than Joffrey. And I think he's a cool yeah. character. He, yeah. he looks like he's supposed to be in some kind of rock band. Yeah. That's the way I look at him. He looks like he's from, like, Ghost or something without the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, we they, they all come in, enter, they all sit down. The Hound spies his brother, um, the Mountain, goes over to him and he says something, he says, uh, he's talking about, like, oh, today's not the day you're going to die. Um but something's something you know 
<laughs> you know who's coming for you. I, I didn't know how to take this. Is it, does this mean that like there's something else? Is it going to be the hound? I think it's the hound, yeah, just the threat. Like, or, or, or is there, is, to kill you or is there something else that's supposed to be coming for him? I just took it as the hound kind of thing, you know, just a threat to him saying, you know, you know, you know who's coming for you and it's fucking me. Like, <laughs> I, I took it as the hound myself, but I thought... I thought he showed great restraint there that yeah, you yeah. wouldn't have seen from what season one or two hound. Or maybe that's what we were supposed to take from it. Then, like yeah. he's completely different because he would have just stabbed him straight away, wasn't he? In season Psych- one, psychotic in in the earlier seasons, but now he, he's all, I mean, now he's a good character. He's kind of matured in the yeah. game of Thrones. Bit more wise. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say wise. Wise isn't the word no. thing, but definitely on those lines, kind of thing. He he's got a different. Outlook, I would I mean, say. Even, yeah. even in the beginning, though, he, he had it in him, didn't he? Because he was, he was always conscious that Sansa being beaten by Joffrey wasn't right. He, yeah. like, he was always protecting Sansa in the beginning. So he was, he, he was always there in him, but he's kind of evolved. Somewhere deep down, he was morally... He knew what was right. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like he just learned that. Yeah. Just one thing on that point as well. I watched it with my sister yesterday. And she pointed out that the, the mountain and the hound are the exact same height. Have they always been the same height? I, I thought the mountain was tall. But, I thought the mountain was tall. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure, but like we're talking to Heggy today about it, and he was like, "the the actor who plays the mountain is huge." Yeah. So it's, what it's they've more act- big that way so what they've like, actually yeah. done they they've obviously made the hound bigger just for that scene. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, the mountain has had like three different actors play him all yeah. the time. So. I, th- I think the, the the current one though, you know, the the bodybuilder one. Is it the Icelandic bodybuilder? Yeah. Right. Okay. Because yeah. he he is huge. Oh, he is like, massive. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's still he's still the mountain, isn't he? I mean, I can't tell I under so. the mask. <laughs> it, could, it, it, it could be jo- the guy who played Joffrey at this point. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be CG for all of them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, um, like, so I think, like, they've obviously put the hound on a box or something for that scene, like, just to make him look similar size. I think the hound is pretty tall, though. It's uh, one of the McGann's, they were, like, six foot four or something. Well, yeah, so, yeah, I think he is pretty, pretty oh, fair big. Enough. He played... Uh, I can't think of the guy's oh, name from in, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, God, he was massive, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah he that, that was dude. massive, isn't So he yeah. is a big guy anyway, like, yeah. yeah. I just found it interesting. I always thought the mountain was meant to be, like, bigger than the hound. That's why it's called the mountain, you know what I mean? Like, but... Maybe yeah. it was just because he's built like yeah, a mountain. Yeah, built that way, like, maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, the next, the next scene is uh, Danny obviously making her grand entrance on her... She, she couldn't just walk in like everyone else. She had to come in on a dragon and basically whap, whap a massive dick out on the table didn't she yeah uh, <laughs> a massive dragon dick out <laughs> and go here you go yeah so she, I'm, I'm on a dragon <laughs> I'm wrecking your place because I, I noticed like obviously everyone turned up all cordial everyone sort of just arrived everyone hates each other but we've all kept civil yeah. and then this massive dragon comes down starts wrecking it's a ruin anyway yeah, yeah. but wrecks the place as it lands and starts screaming at people and you're like oh god they're riffraff of turn <laughs> to the party like but i thought it was really a really cool and it was it was the only entrance she could make in that bit yeah i guess but so yeah. it was the moment afterwards when she actually sits down at a chair and she's like we've been waiting for a while she, <laughs> like, i can't remember what exactly what she says but it's it's along the lines of my apologies. <laughs> I think I don't actually think she says anything else. She just says my apologies, and that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was like all the traffic. Just, just, just getting here like that. <laughs> the dragons are bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Can um, I jump in with a point there? I mean, I, I noticed straight away the fact that the other dragon was flying around in the background. Yeah. Again, it seemed like a very smart move to me. Like, I mean, Cersei yeah, I, literally picks up on it later on in the episode. I literally thought this, though. It's just about when we're talking about the third dragon. We'll come yeah, on to it. But we'll come on to it. You but... say, well, I think it's a Jamie who says maybe it's guarding a fleet. Yeah. Well, don't bring both your dragons to protect Daenerys on the way there. Leave, leave one. Yeah. Leave one, you know, like where, where you might be weak. Somewhere. Exactly. Like I'm getting really like I know I'm getting really picky with this, but she went into the battle in episode four with one dragon and left the other two at home, and now she's come to a meeting with two. You know what I mean? I just and giving away that one of them's been killed in the, in the process. Like, I think that's the that's the point. Though, and it is like you can't Cersei's can't click onto the fact about the dragon unless there's one dragon missing when she turns up. So I, I think she'll leave one at home and she's going one. Then she just thinks all the other two are left. No, no, home. but like. It's a TV show. I know. I, I <laughs> oh, no, that's, like, that's what I mean, not sloppy writing. That's like, what I mean, I think... They've done that literally just for that plot point. Where yeah, it doesn't, okay. It, yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel logical for her to do that when she went to a battle with only one, when it would have been more logical to take all your dragons into that battle. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah, I think logic goes that, out the that's window. That's kind of like my issue with the whole show, really. Like, like let's say logic. Logic, kind of, logic goes out the window again for yeah. um, a lot of But it time. never used to, though. That, that, you no, know, the, the Red Wedding and stuff, that was all built I think, on. I think this is just this season. It, it's become yeah. a bit sloppy this season. We'll come, we'll, come on. <laughs> we'll, we'll come on to it at the end. We'll come on to the end. Um, after Danny makes a great entrance, um, we have Tyrion tries to stand up and uh, starts talking, trying to do his speech thing. Uh, but before Ty- you're... Tyrion tries to stand up. <laughs> no, what, what I mean is he... he had trouble getting off that chair. I know, to, to see that, he had to like jump down. No, no, genuinely. But he, he, like, he tries to he tries to do his speech before Yaron just straight, straight, straight up stand up, going. Theon, I've got your sister, if you want her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember what he says to her, but like literally everyone's just looking at him like, are you kidding? <laughs> We've got a bit more important things to talk about right yeah. now. Again, though, I think that was, if you're talking about from the Game of Thrones universe, that must have been a planned point to basically plant the seed in it that he's a complete wild, like loose cannon. Oh, yeah. I it obviously agree. leads up to the next bit. I agree. So that'll, be why, that'll be why he's done that. Yeah. Do we, do we agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll go on to that when you say the next yep. bit. Um, the next bit. Yeah. I mean, on my notes, I've literally got the speech from Jon Snow next. By next bit, I mean the, the next, next bit involving Euron. Euron. Euron, yep. Okay, well, ne- before we get to that, anyway, we've got um, basically, um, I think Tyrion does manage to get a bit of a speech out, but um, it basically comes down to Jon Snow standing up saying, all right, guys, the undead array... Um, we've got. We need to stop fighting each other. There's only one war that counts, and it's bloody air and all this yeah. jazz. Before, Calls it, uh, the Great War, don't it? That's been like all over the the trailers for the for this series. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, be, and that's before, uh, just before the Hound comes up the stairs with the crate, um, which he kicked earlier um, on his shoulders. Oh, I love that detail. He's just lugging it on his back. Yeah. Like, and, and talking about like specific details, it's the way he has to unhook himself from it yeah. and then remove each bar one by one. And like the box isn't moving. Yeah. You know what's in there. Yeah. But you kind of get the but, feeling Cersei's like an edge of a seat getting closer and closer. Like the whole but, time. Yeah. Every, every bar's getting removed. Kind <laughs> yeah. Of but you can see the hound like sort of feeling a bit uneasy about pulling these yeah. bars out. When he looks in, he's like, well, nothing's you, happened. But you see him when he takes the lid off, he, he's li- he, he doesn't want to touch it. He just kind of <laughs> knocks it off. He's like, ugh. And uh, yeah, and he's clearly shooken up by this this what's in the box, which we we know already is the uh, the undead soldier, uh, and nothing like you say, nothing happens um, once the lid comes off, and he kicks it, and this undead soldier just 
belts it straight towards Cersei. I didn't see the chain at first. I didn't have. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if like there was no chain there? I know. It's like that'd be a strange. Be a good way to get rid of Cersei. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I, I would have enjoyed that. Like, that would have been a twist which yeah. I would have expected. And I'm like, that's a good. That's a good way to to eat this episode. I'd, I'd go as far as to say that would just ruin. I don't ruin know. the uh, political kn- storyline. I know, but like. Game of Thrones has always just 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 shocked you with like completely out of place deaths, and I, I've always yeah. liked that. And this season, they seem to have just gone completely away from that. And I've got to admit, what you just mentioned there about the political subplots—that's why I'm not enjoying it anymore. There's no politics left anymore. It's just well, all about this big war now, isn't it? And I'm assuming the- like like I'm not the host of this, Nickers, but I, I'm assuming we're going to come on to that at the end, but. My my joy comes out of Game of Thrones when it's more about the politics. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like there's a lot less of that now than there used to be. I feel like with a war show, yeah, kind of you're it's at turned into Lord of the Rings as we've been been saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does feel. I mean, like I don't, I, I don't know if you've listened to many of the episodes, Joe, but the entire season, uh, I, I've on the podcast, I've been saying that this is literally just a rewrite of Lord of the Rings, but from the other side. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, um, I've not I, seen Lord of the Rings in a while. I've seen it, but well, I mean, we can get onto that another time. <laughs> Just one final comment on that bit. Like, I, I did enjoy this scene where the White Walker comes flying out the box, and they've done a good job because, like, the White Walkers for me, they've always been a bit crap ever since the early series. You just look at them thinking, oh, they're just a bit, a bit shit. But they did a good job of actually like maintaining suspense in that whole scene and being a bit, a bit creepy. You know, when he comes dashing out at Cersei and stuff. It's like a like a highlight from The Walking Dead or something, you know, when he's dashing towards the kind of thing. Yeah, I quite like that. I liked it. Yeah. I, although I did think it was a bit cheesy the way Jon Snow was like, we can kill it with fire! And then, like, yeah. he lights <laughs> one of the hands up on that fire. Was, like, <laughs> I thought that was a bit cheesy. I got, I know the... That was the, the bit I was just about to get on to. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, like, the, he, like you say, the, the, uh, the hound obviously takes this undead soldier out. And, like you say, um, Jon Snow... Um, he's like, oh, we can kill it with fire with like this this disembodied arm, and he's like, we can kill it with fire. Yeah, um, like he's making like a how-to video or uh, something. <laughs> oh, we can kill it with dragon glass, and he just basically takes it. Um, I, th- I think, I think, even though I just did it, criticizing stuff like that is just it's just a step too far into just criticizing for the sake of criticizing. Yeah. It's a pl- it's something you have to put in there. He has to get that across. How else is he gonna say? Oh yeah, kill it with fire. That's not my. But, that's not a John Snow impression. But, but, <laughs> but how is he supposed to get that point across without doing that? Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But um, the maester at this point seems quite interested in the uh, the arm. Um, yeah, I noticed that. He, he holds the hand up, doesn't he? Like, oh, like, like he, he's. We already know he's quite interested in dead things. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he likes to have a, a, a route around in stuff like that to see what's guanine. Yeah, like the mountain, Cersei. He's always around undead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they have this back and forth anyway, and, uh, and and Danny says how I keep calling her Danny. So Daenerys. She 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 um she says like, oh, I didn't believe her until I saw her myself. And Jamie asks like, God, how many how many are there? She says hundred thousand at least. And Jamie looks scared at this point, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, he does. A hundred thousand at least. Like of the of what they just seen, I'd be shitting myself. Yeah. 100- just on, on on a general point though, for me, whenever they mention like the number of soldiers in an army, 
Am I on my own here that it never sounds that impressive to me? Like 100,000. You think, oh, just go to Old Trafford. Get the Old Trafford. <laughs> Come on. There's 90,000 there. Do you know what I mean? Like, in terms of numbers. I mean, thinking about it just now, like they made a point just earlier in the episode to say that there's a million people in King's Landing. Yeah, get those millions did, 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 you, You've got 900... <laughs> yeah, like, you, you, you've, you've got 900,000 more people than the undead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. There's a million people in King's Landing. Right. Let's say 100,000 undead got there. They are not going to win because a lot of them are going to be women and children. Oh, you say women can't fight, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that, Joe. I'm, 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 uh, they deserve a sword just as much as a man does. <laughs> well, how many, how many... All right, in Game of Thrones universe, how, <laughs> how, many, how many women are in the Unsullied army? Zero. Zero in there. I've heard this golden company, 20,000 women, this is made up of, I think. I think the, uh, is that the, the is Yeah, that... the rumour is, yeah. The, okay. Right. That's, yeah, that's not yeah you're making that up, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, Joe. <laughs> okay, but um, after, after the, um, basically, you're on stand. And they've got a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nick. Go, go, sorry. I'm guesting. Go on. No, it's fine. After, after, after this hundred, we found out there's hundred thousand soldiers. Uh, Yaron stands up and he looked a bit shaken, uh, and he's like, "Right, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting on my boat because I think he asked, and he's like, "Can you swim?" Like, no. Well, I'm gonna go off on my boat, <laughs> and they're never gonna touch me. <laughs> no, As he's walking off, he says to Danny, "He says you should go back to where you're from, and then once this is all over, it'll be just me and you left." <laughs> I, I, I loved this in retrospect. Like, I because it got me. Like, I fully believed him. Well, I mean, I fully believed him. But again, about like a contrived plot point. So Cersei's plan was, right, she told him, I don't believe they've got a White Walker in this box, but on the off chance they have, you pretend you're really scared and then sail off with you. See, I don't believe this. You know, it's like, what, what I, plan I, I don't, was that? I, like? I, I don't know if, I mean, we'll get to it when we get to the scene, but I don't know if she was just bluffing fucking Jamie at this point. This is what I was thinking, like, yeah. like Because, like, the, like you say, it seems bollocks that she's just made this elaborate plan. Yeah, she said, like, I don't believe there's White Walkers, but if there is, you pretend you're really scared and pretend you're sailing off on, but really go and get the Golden Company. It's like, what kind of plan is that? Like, uh, yeah. If you don't believe there's White Walkers actually about. Do you know what I mean? I, prefer, I preferred it when I thought he was actually just scared. <laughs> well, I did, I did. Let, let, let's let's think about that, and we'll come back to that. <laughs> come back to we'll, that just think on it while we, while we go through the coming scenes anyway. Um, after Yaron goes, basically Cersei says she, she will accept the truce on the one condition, mm. and that's if, if John doesn't take any sides, he just stays in the north and does northern things and then um, <laughs> pies <laughs> yorkshire pudding <laughs> yeah, just just stuff like that basically um and, and and john snow being the 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 nice guy he is but also dickhead he is uh, basically says nah i'm 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 i serve danny um, sorry <laughs> yeah it, I, I mean i mean I'm, I'm paraphrasing but um it was around them lines i'm thinking now would cersei have actually gone through with the plan if he'd have agreed to that do you know what i mean i mean we know cersei i don't think she would think have been, so no like she, she 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 basically went against her own <clears throat> brother slash lover so 
Like, what's she gonna? I mean, we'll get, like I said, we'll get to that later on. But yep. yeah, I, I, I don't believe she she would have gone along with it at all. She she would have always had this 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 um, plan in the back burner. Kind yeah. Um, but because he said this deals off essentially, Cersei walks off, and they're fucked. Also, Tyrion says. I do like the idea of Cersei putting that ploy in there. You know, that like, yep, I'll fight with you as long as you do this. I thought that was quite good. Yeah. yeah. But she didn't say she'd fight with them. At this point, it, it, the the thing was that she doesn't fight them. The, 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 they were asking her not to fight them the wants it, yeah. so that they can fight the White Walkers. Yeah. And, and she was like, all right, what I'll do, I'll hold back. I'll keep my soldiers here and... And you can go and kill your monsters. Yeah. Um in peace. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, deals off at this point. Um they they have a big thing thing Daenerys is like, right, I I love it. I love that you you bit you you like that, John, but come on now, lie for me. <laughs> and everyone Tyrion's the same, it's like, come on now. You could have just lied, couldn't you? Yeah. Um I like the fact that he didn't because that that epitomizes that character of Jon Snow. He's he's definitely Ned's son. I mean, we know he's not, but he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely um, been brought up by Ned, hasn't he? It's it's all about honesty and integrity. That's that's what he's been brought up with, definitely. And this is one theme that they have handled quite well. They make it they bang on about the point of he says like if you lie once, then it's easier to lie the next time and, and blah blah blah. And like we're gonna get to Littlefinger later on. And that's basically what happens when you lie one too many times, kind of thing. Yeah. You know that yeah. that's I, the uh, it was a fantastic John Snow impression. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, John. <laughs> you lie once. And... <laughs> that was Donald Trump, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it. No. Right, so so after after um, they basically tell John that he's a bit of a dickhead for not just not lying. Just lying. Um, Tyrion's basically saying, "Right, I need to go and have a word with my sis," um, and and basically sort this crap out. Um, so after, um, I think Danny says, "Like, oh, I don't want you to get murdered." Blah blah. And he's like, "No, come on, I'll, I'm going to get murdered." <laughs> <laughs> um, so that yeah, he he goes off. Um, has a bit of he bumps into Jamie. And they're both like, yeah, we're both dickheads, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm on about. Um, they, they, have, they, they kind of meet in the hall, don't they? Yeah, Jamie's and, like, I've been kicked out. It's your turn now to, to go yeah. in or whatever. Yep. And, and, Jamie, and Jamie says like, all right, so I guess this is bye from one idiot to another, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> says to me, he says something about like, she's wanted me dead at least twice. That's as, as much as I know. Who's the bigger idiot? I'm literally walking in there. That's the gist <laughs> yeah. of the yeah. conversation. But, but he, he goes in there anyway and... And I, and I don't know why she didn't get Mountain to kill him straight away. Because she's, I mean, I, I guess she now knows that he weren't the one who killed Joffrey, but she she still blames him for um, Toman's death for for Lysella. Yeah, Mercella, Lys- Yeah, Mercella, Sorry, I, I thought that was great. That I mean, I, I've never thought of it that way. And the way Tyrion puts it to, uh, sorry, the way Cersei puts it to Tyrion, she says like, "You killed father," and because of that, this happened. This happened. This happened. And she's right, you know what I mean? Like, you can you can look at it that way, kind of thing. It's, it's when you put it with the fact that it didn't didn't uh, the mother die when he had birth Tyrion. to Tyrion? Yeah, he's destroyed the whole family, yeah, like, by accident. Oh, God. Mm. So, I mean, I've only just now I've realised that like it, Tyrion's it, the reason it, that Cersei's does ha- not have a family. I anymore. know. But what I mean is, though, like, like I've only just realised that um, he is 
directly the reason for Marcelo being dead, isn't it? Because if it weren't for him getting Oberyn to fight for him and then being killed, then... He she... wouldn't have sent her there in the first oh, place. I, yeah. I didn't even... It's a butterfly effect, isn't it? So like a butterfly flaps its wings and then everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's pretty much how the scene goes. <laughs> I, I, I want to say I love this scene. No, I, I, um, I love this. Like, they, they, they actually, like, they're talking, aren't they, about all this stuff like we've just been on about um Tyrion catches on to the fact that Cersei's pregnant because she's rubbing her belly well I think she's telegraphing I yeah I, I, I'm not sure if like she's just like playing everyone with this pregnancy thing Ooh, yeah and he hands her some wine and she doesn't take it kind of thing you know yeah. Yeah. can I just add that subtly I thought that was one of the best moments of the episode is when he he walks over to pour himself a wine because obviously he's not been in King's Landing for a while and his favourite wine's the King's Landing wine yeah, is the yeah. best. So he downs a glass of wine. Yeah. And it's just the way he pours a glass and gives it to Cer- Cersei's after a really difficult conversation. I thought that was a really nice, subtle addition to the scene yeah. is when he just goes and does that. I loved the fact that, that when he pours the wine is right after the point where he's waiting for the mountain to kill him. And she's like, oh. And it's like, oh. He yeah. <laughs> pours the wine straight off. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but he, he basically tells Cersei to give mountain, the mountain the order, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's like, go on, tell him. And and, he, and like he's basically said, like, go on, tell him to kill me. And she just doesn't. She, she's not she's, willing. She's thinking about it, though, isn't she? She's proper like, she, she, I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it shows that Cersei's has went through this entire show with very little humanity, but why would she not? Why would she not give the order there? I, f- I think I think it's because family, isn't it? She like no matter how much like humanity she doesn't have, she's always loving family. No, regardless of what they've done to her, she she she's got a soft mm. spot for family. All He's the way. one less Lannister. Is that what you're saying? And, and and it's a Lannister, isn't it? Yeah. I'm a bit more cynical. I think she doesn't do it because when the rest of the party find out Tyrion's been killed, the, the Unsullied might march on King's Landing. You know what I mean? So she, she knows she can't harm a hair on any of that party's head because it'll start a war kind because of thing. Because at this point, she's not prepared for the fight because... They would lose that war. Like, Euron's you know. not came back with the army yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's, I like there's, that. There's a theory I read as well. That, um, you know, like it cuts. It basically just cuts and then um, they walk out in the next scene. There's a theory saying that like, they obviously spoke, and basically Tyrion's betrayed Daenerys at this point, saying basically telling her, "Right, come out, come out to Daenerys, and basically humour them, say, yeah, you'll 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 fight with them, blah blah blah, and uh, and we'll we'll keep the, the the Lannisters alive whilst doing it." That would be the ultimate twist. I'm, I, mean, I'm, I think that's too far outside the realms of what Tyrion is as a character. I agree. Yeah. I can't see Tyrion doing that now. You can't build seven seasons on the, who Tyrion is. What, what and then this do theory that. was built on, and I don't believe this, by the way. I'm, I'm not. I don't um, buy into this theory. But this was built on the the look that he gave at the end of the episode. Well, like, we'll get this to this at the end. But um, he gave a look during the final scene um, while he was looking on a door on the ship. Um, and and um, the theory is that like that look was because he had betrayed them. That that that's what it was all about. Um, like 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 I say, I don't buy into this myself. But yeah, I'll, I'm interested in the uh, theory behind that. I'll, 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 I'll we'll maybe get into it we'll later on. Um, any more on that scene? All to say, like like John mentioned, I loved the scene. It felt to me like a scene from series three or something. Like it felt like that, like peak Game of Thrones tension. 
yeah. The level of acting from both of them and the writing for it, yeah, like, I loved it. Oh, it I, really... I, I loved it myself, yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. And it was tense, you think, at any point Tyrion could get killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like there was a lot of that in this episode, though. There was there a was. lot. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the next mountain thing, but yeah, the yeah. next mountain one, I was like, this is it. I've, yeah. I've, I've spoke to a few people and we'll get, it's, yeah. it's, it's a bit further on, but we'll get on to it later on. Um, next, next, um, Tyrion walks out back into the dragon pit, um, seemingly alone at first before Cersei follows with Jamie and uh, I'm not sure if the maester's there again. Basically it's just, um, it's Cersei and her entourage again. Um, Cer- Cersei basically says to Daenerys, I'm not gonna um, bring leave. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna hold my armies back. But what we'll do, I'll I'll send them north with you, and we'll help with war. This is going to affect us all essentially. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. To be honest, um, I'm 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 not sure if there's much more we should be taking from that scene. Just the fact that Cersei's saying, "All right, guys." I'll help. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, and and she, she she actually says, doesn't she like Oh so oh sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> she actually says like like I'm gonna do this and I'm I'm doing it with absolutely no promises from you guys, so I'm hope you're gonna remember this, even yeah. though I'm sure you won't. <laughs> she says like when you come when you come marching back down south, remember that I helped you kind of thing. Yeah. And I know at this point you don't know that she's not fully being truthful about it. But at that one point in the show I was completely turned and yeah, I, was, I, was I was like, like I was great. like <laughs> I was she's She's turned a corner. Like, she's not yeah. the Cersei's you've been watching for seven years, seven seasons. She's, this is her, absolute, like, she's not done anything wrong here. When she's making those points about, remember I helped you with no assurances, no promises. And I was like, oh my God. Like, she's right. Because they yeah. just fucking swanned up. Yeah. And was like, oh yeah, you're going to have to help us. And she I mean, technically not. she didn't, they didn't say you're going to have to help us. He said, just don't kill us. <laughs> true, true. But, it was it was very much like that moment but, I looked at Cersei's and saw a different character. I I agree because like literally like what in in the, just a few, just a few episodes ago, like Daenerys has literally burned like her entire army uh, with a dragon, and she, and she's now coming out saying like, all right, well what I'll do then, I'll just I'll, I'll come and help you, and and she I, I I don't think I'd do that in that situation. You know what I mean? I love the fact it's all a lie, though. I know. <laughs> I love that even more. We'll get, we'll, I, I don't like that. <laughs> way, like, but yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that in just a little bit. <laughs> um, we cut from, from there, um, from finding out Cersei's amazing, to uh, to Sansa and Littlefinger having a little talk in um, about, I think it's basically just talking about Arya and, uh, and Littlefinger. He's basically trying to, He's attempting to poison uh, Sansa uh, against both John and Arya at this point, saying like, "Oh well, um, I, I reckon like I think he says something about John saying like, I reckon like they'd follow you or something like that." Basically saying that like j- like they're not going to follow John if he comes back doing certain things or something like that. Um, yeah, it's but, along the lines of I think they'd follow you more than John. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. In 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 the most pedo voice I've ever heard. No, in no, John's his little finger, not various. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, then he attempts to uh, poison Sansa against Arya with a, a nice game, a, a game yeah. in, in 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 them. 
in whatever you would call them. What I like to do, Sansa, I like to play a game. <laughs> oh, carry on. So was that that was, that's much better than mine. Carry, carry on with that. Come on. There's a bit of the Northern Irish twang in there as well, weren't there? Like, what I'd like to do, Sansa. I, I like to imagine my, what my enemy... Oh, I can't think now what he says. <laughs> I like to assume the worst of people. <laughs> yeah. I think what my enemy's worst motives would be... I what is thought. the worst motive? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he basically, he basically, uh, he's basically saying like, right. So think of the 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 worst reason for I being here in the first place. The worst reason for I uh, um, finding that letter. The worst reason, and on all this stuff, it goes on for a bit. Yeah. I think it's the weakest part of the show. This storyline on this yeah. particular episode, the whole, se- whole season for me. This this has been the the weak link. It's been, it's been a bit of a weak one. Yeah, a it, it for me, it's just it, they've just been trying to finish a storyline off at this point. I feel like they've they could have finished this off six episodes no, ago, but no. they wanted to keep it going for the whole season. No, I, I definitely agree, but I feel I feel like that's that's literally the whole point of it. It's just been to finish it off yeah i agree with both of you what happens this episode could have happened in episode two when Bran turned up oh definitely they dragged it out for like the whole that's, that, that's what i mean i feel, I feel yeah. like they could have definitely done it in season episode two maybe even one but yeah but like and that's why i'm not totally happy with it yeah, kind of thing but, but but like they just dragged it out unnecessarily yeah. um but yeah they, they play this little game and sansa's like seems pretty pretty pissed with Arya at this point yeah but we'll get back to that in a few scenes time and uh, we got we cut back to danny and and basically jara um john um everyone all the council around that big um, at, um war table oh the back at dragonstone now. the back, back at dragonstone now and they're talking about going up to winterfell and john's basically saying i reckon you should just march with us and jara's like going i think you should go on a, a dragon because a lot of people in the north don't like you yeah. very much. One arrow in your heart and that, the game over. Uh, because they'd be considered a hero kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Daenerys decides she'll she'll march, which will probably be the death of her, to be fair. Can I jump in there? Like One thing I was loving at this point was it felt like the whole party had gone out of the way to try and win Cersei over, which you think they have done. And after that previous scene with Arya, uh, with Littlefinger and Sansa, at that point I was thinking, God, they've gone out of the way. They've won over Cersei, the person you wouldn't think they'd win over. And it's got to be the North who turn on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was thinking that. like, I was like, it's going to be like a red wedding or something again. But it doesn't go that way. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but I was thinking, that's a great twist, you know what I mean? Like, they've, they've spent all the time trying to win Cersei over and done it. And because they've neglected the North, they'll be the ones who, like, turn on them. But, yeah. yeah it doesn't appear doesn't to be going that way, does it? <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, so she decides to march, walk. I don't know why you've got a dragon, ride it. You know what I mean? If I had a dragon, I'd I'd be riding that fucking everywhere. <laughs> um, but take, yeah, take a sound clip of that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the 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 scene ends, and John's in the throne room, and Theon asks for a word with John. This is the first time we have Theon asking, well, basically talking to John, like. Directly. Can can you just refresh my memory on the backstory? Well, well, Theon has basically killed Rob. St- well, not indirectly. Ki- wiped out Winterfell. Killed most of the Starks. Told everyone he'd killed Bran and Rickon when he actually hadn't. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. yeah, you know, so he's completely fucked the Starks over. And because he helped out Sansa, like last series or the series before, 
Jon Snow's like, because of that, I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> but if it wasn't for that, you know what, I'd, I'd take your head off kind of thing. A lot of it happened so long ago. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I, only a few months ago did I rewatch the entire series. So, uh, but before that, I wouldn't have had a clue what this was about. But I, I, I so I understand what you're on about. But because I've watched it so recently, like I, I, I get it now. The last time I went through all the seasons was right up to 2013. Since then, I haven't seen season one, two. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend going back through it because I'm going to do that before the next season. I'm pro- to be honest, I'm probably going to do it again before the next season because I mean. I might talk about it a bit more at the end, but I'm thinking for for next season, a year or two years, if we're still doing this, um, I'd, 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 I'd like to try and do a recap of season by season um, before we do a recap of episode by episode for the eighth season. Yeah. Um, like a season in review. Yeah. So so, so like we'll, we'll do season one, season two. I like that. Uh, so like I say, might talk about it at the end of the episode. If I don't, then... Doesn't matter, but um, but yeah. So I'm probably going to try and rewatch it again next year or year, year after. Regard, well, depending um, on when it's coming out. I'm not sure when it's coming out. Can be 18 months or 12 months. They say right. There's been theories that it's going to be 2019. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, and there's also been whispers of it being next year as well. So we don't know. We we don't have a clue when it's going to be. Um, is it like I've heard it's because of the snow? I've I've heard of this because like they need they need to wait for the perfect seasons for where they're filming to be snowy AF. Yeah, so it makes sense to wait for winter 2018, 20, early twenty nineteen. I mean, so. come on, they've got they've got see they've got winter twenty seventeen still to come. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, um, but. Anyway, that scene we have um, Fionn talking to John, and uh, I, I mean, I don't know if there's anything more you want to say about it, but all I took from it is that um, um, John's basically saying, "Oh, I forgive you um, for everything. I can forgive you for." Well, there's one amazing quote, one really amazing quote in it that made me laugh so much, but I can't think now what it was. Fionn was saying to John, like, "Oh, something along the lines of, oh, 'Oh, you're so brave. You know, I don't know how you can do what you do.'" And he's like, "Believe me, it may look that way, but..." You know, it's not it's not the truth. And Theon's like, yeah, but I've tried it and I, I can't do it the same way as you do. And it's like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. You know, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? The point of it was that like Theon was trying to get a bit of like comradeship from him and John Snow was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think not the actual quote, but he was like, I've done some terrible things to get where I'm going. And yeah, yeah, that's what he's like. Not, not, not as bad as I've done or something. He's like, yeah, not as bad as what yeah, you've not, done. Not that bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way he shot him down. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think it ends with uh, Fionn saying to John, like, um, I need, um, like, Yara's in trouble um, and I need to help her. Like, she came to help me when I was reek. Um, and um yara came to to help me when i was reek and so i need to go and help her now and he's basically said like um well what are you still talking to me for do, yeah. do, do it in the accent would you john what does he say um what are you still talking to me for so what are you still talking to me for <laughs> that, that was pretty fantastic that was pretty <laughs> bang on that to be honest um next scene fion walks out onto the beach where all the of I mean, Yara's men, I guess, because uh, they're not... The Ironborn, yeah. Are they Ironborn, though? Yeah, yeah Yara's Ironborn. These I know, ones. but yeah. aren't 
it's split off, hasn't it, into two different So, so there's two the different Iron, Iron Bonds. Most of them have went off with Yoron, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, he walks out onto the beach. Um, Head, Iron Born, who are with them um, at this point, it's basically like... Well, Fionn kind of comes out, tries to whap, whap his dick out. Well, he tries to. <laughs> <laughs> tries to whap his, not, his non-dick out. Um, so and, I've just thought, perfect job for Theon. Go on, join the Unsullied. Yeah. I know, yeah. it'd fit in perfect. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, actually, no. <laughs> join Varys just getting like... Do you, just, yeah. do, you, do you remember him trying to behead that guy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he got beheaded already. What? Recon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, <laughs> Got no penis. Anyway, this head guy doesn't agree. Like, um, Fionn walks out and he's like, all right, guys, Yara, Yara needs our help, blah, blah, blah. This guy's like, yeah, now I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. Um, and they have a bit, of a, a bit of a scuff, a bit of a fight. Yeah. It's very much a culture of the big dog is the one in charge. Even yeah. if you're not the biggest actual dog, yeah. But I love the turning point in the fight, though. We, you're gonna come uh, yeah, to yeah, because they keep they, they, they fight for a bit and and like um, well, say fight, you just beats Theon up. Yeah, he basically beats <laughs> him up. But Theon keeps getting up. Uh, I'll hand it to Theon. He keeps standing up, even though he actually says to him like, "You stand <laughs> up." And I'm not gonna lie, I hated this acting. I thought it sounded so fake when oh, he I said. I quite it. like this big guy. But he's yeah, like, like yeah. "You stand up one more time, and I will kill you." <laughs> I really, I really liked that that uh, his that acting. Yeah, that was he, he slowly got less and less angry and more and more like just respecting yeah. what the guy was doing. Yeah, was like, he, I'm he, just tired of he, stop he, doing it. He, he said it once, and he was like, "Right, you stand up one more time, and I'll kill you." He stands up, so he knocks him down. I was like. So you're not going to kill him, or and, and so he stands up again, and 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 he just tries to kick him in the balls, and we all know that Fion has no balls <laughs> because um, thanks um, to Ramsey Bolton, Ramsey Bolton <laughs> removed them. Um, so so it just kind of bounced. I was thinking, me though, was like right, it might not hurt as much as it would if you got kicked in the balls, but it's going to hurt. You still got a bit of bone there. That's going to. That's gonna pain you, that. I don't know, you know. But but it just, it, it just kind of bounces off, and he's just like, yeah, no worries. Every time I see Fiona, I get flashbacks to when you Ramsey had Bolton... your dick chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've, I've, I've wiped that arm. Um, it's when Ramsey Bolton serves him up like a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's eating a sausage in front of it. Like yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, I think it's literally like the next episode after cutting his dick off. He's just like he's just sat there like. Just, just eating him right eating I've like, remembered that so well. Me and my sister were talking about this over the weekend. We were saying, like, that scene was eating. That is like, no, no, this is what you think it is. I'm not a savage. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, um, it, it bounces off of his, whatever we're calling it. A groinal region. Yeah. Groinal region. His unsolid area. His unsolid area. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and he basically manages to beat the guy to death. Does he have a stone or something? He gets like a rock, don't he? Or no, he just, he, he just keeps beating him down. Does it? Punching him in the side of the head. And his head's just caved in. And everyone else is like, yeah, Fionn's king now. Um, they don't say that, by the way. They just... <laughs> they go, uh, for Yara! And they all say it back, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and then he goes and then he goes and wipes his, um, his wound with salt water. Well done, Fionn. Keeping it clean. With salt Clean. water. <laughs> salt water that comes out. That had to sting like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it was probably the best medical option in that situation. But it stung. Another line of opportunity for him. Go to the city to help become a doctor. Ah, yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. 
Or a fisherman. Dr. Theon. But yeah, that's <laughs> the Theon. I like that. That's actually the last we see of Theon and Co. Um, we assume they're going to go and save Yara. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have... I've read some reviews today online, a lot of people have had pops at that Theon bit, but I, I thought it was good. I, I liked it. I had no problem with it. I thought it was one of the better bits, to be honest. But, I mean, I have yeah. no problem with it. I, 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 I didn't... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like the guys acting that way. I know you just said you loved it. I, I, I weren't... A big fan of it. Myself. Once I loved it, but I, I think it was it was good for the scene and what yeah. it was trying to get across. I, I loved the scene. I loved the fight. I, I, I didn't like the idea that it would just bounce off his bone and not <laughs> hurt whatsoever. I quite like the idea of them all just being on a beach and then this just started kicking off in the middle of like just on this tiny yeah. little beach in the, in the sand, like in yeah. the sand, just beating the shit out of each other. Quite like that. But that's the last we see of that anyway. Um, we go back to Sansa. And uh, and and she's she's oh, on the she's on the snowy wall, and she 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 walks off to some some guard, and she says, "Bring Arya to the Great Hall." I don't know why I said it in that accent, as if like, <laughs> you say that doesn't sound like Sansa. No, it doesn't, does it? Bring Arya. <laughs> bring my like, sister. Was it a little, little thing? I know, like bring Arya to the Great Great Hall. No. <laughs> <laughs> And um, it, we go to the Great Hall. Aya walks in all cocky, all cocksure. And and, and, and she's just like, yeah, fucking what's going on, guys? And, um, and and she stands there and, and Sam's just like, yeah, well, you, you, you're shit. Uh, she doesn't say that. Yeah, um, stop being so <laughs> <laughs> No, but but basically Aya's all, like I say, very cocksure. And she's like, like go on, get on with it. What's going on? And Sam's just says... Um, you 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 are guilty of murder and treason. She doesn't say Littlefinger. She says um, Lord yes. Baelish. Yeah, she says uh, you've been you've been accused of murder and treason. How do you plead, Lord Baelish? <laughs> He's like, what? <"Whoa." laughs> I mean, I know he was shocked, but I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't. I wasn't, I, I wasn't shocked, but I hate that. Like you've just nailed for me why I hate this whole thing. It's the theatricality of it, like. <laughs> You've got a murderer there living amongst you. Just get him killed straight away. Yeah. Don't put on this whole show for him. Yeah. Like, oh, you're being brought in. I, I disagree. I quite. I, oh, I, I, no. Littlefinger is a character that I've always quite liked because he's meddled in the politics. He's kept himself alive whilst yeah. just swanning in and out of people's lives, just making himself as bulletproof as he can make himself whilst keeping his connections open. So in this scene, he's finally been found out. It's the way he should have died. I feel like they had to make a theatrical thing out of it, yeah, to justify the whole thing. So I, I'm, I'm quite sad the little thing has died. But oh, I'm genuinely gutted. I mean, I think he'd, I think he'd entered the end of his usefulness because he's been, he's not been the best character all season. He yeah. stopped being as soon as he got to Winterfell. That was that character dead. The, all of his previous doings and goings ons, like it's. It's, it ended and it has to be the end of his story now. So the fact that he's on trial at this point is the right time for him to be on the trial. Yeah. We, we've said this before, that like he's outlived his usefulness in terms of the whole show. To the point of he's stuck at Winterfell. He can't he can't play with Jon Snow because he's just too thick. It, we were saying earlier in the season, you need to, to, to like manipulate people. You need to know what they want to be able to manipulate them and John Snow doesn't want anything you know these people don't want anything you can't you can't work with that 
But I just feel like they could have they've dragged it out for the whole yeah. season. They could have done this like a whole No, they definitely earlier, could have done it earlier. I mean, yeah. I, I I love Little Finger myself. Like I think I've said it earlier uh, on an earlier episode of the pod, like I would have genuinely been happy if at the end of season eight, um, Little Finger was sat on the throne. I would have been happy <laughs> with that. That that would have been a good ending for me. Um but obviously that's not gonna happen now. Unless you do unless he turned into a White Walker. <laughs> Which Might have done a, deal, done a deal with the Night King. Maybe, yeah. maybe bring me back, bring me back and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll serve you <laughs> <laughs> like you want. So basically, this is the final scene, isn't it? With Littlefinger in it. This is, this is the last time we see Littlefinger now because um, basically he begs for... He, well, first of all, he goes to that Lord of the Vale yeah. and, and says, like, I am... Well, do we call him the, a Lord of the Vale? Well, I think... A soldier of Lord the Vale. Lord Vale is the Lord of the Vale. So he's a soldier of the Vale. Yeah. So he goes to that soldier of the Vale who... Commander of the Vale, is that? Commander yeah, like of the, the Vale, arms, whatever, like, yeah. and, and, and he says, like, I am the Lord of the Vale. I need you to escort me out of here safely. <laughs> I'm the Lord of the Vale. Hear me roar. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he says. No, he doesn't. Um, and, and the guy's just like, yeah, I don't think so. That's not happening. Um, and so Littlefinger cries like a little girl. I love that it went to this level, though. He's on his knees. Like, oh, he's, on his, he's tried every <laughs> trick in his, his book because every one of them has worked before and he's finally had to beg and grovel and it wasn't going to work. But the fact that he went there and tried it, I loved that that was the ending for him. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hadn't thought of it until you just said it, but like, that, that is it, isn't it? It was his last play, wasn't it? It's like, all right, this is my last play to stay alive, so I'm going to cry like a little bitch. And, yeah. And it just didn't, and it, just before I uh, just slices his throat, and that's it. I knew it was coming, but my jaw still dropped when she slit his throat, because I was like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I, like, I, like I say, I, I, I've known... Like, if you've listened to the last episode of the podcast, I literally said, next episode, Littlefinger's going to die at the hand of Arya. I said those words. A broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't fit with what with that, Joe. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can make 100 predictions. Yeah, but I've not made 100 predictions. I, I, I might have made 100 predictions. I'm I, treating I, you as a, a two-some I, I, I feel like I've made one prediction this season, and my prediction was that in the final episode, and it was only the last episode, to be fair, but I predicted that I, you would kill Littlefinger in the next episode. So... Um, I don't think it's the hardest thing to have predicted. No, I mean that's what I mean. That that's the, I mean I'll get into it at the end when we talk about the season as a whole. But I feel it's been very predictable. So that's I, I, the I, running theme, isn't it? I will yeah. I will get into it further at the end. I think we'll go more into it. But we'll try and get through this now because just, just one final bit on this scene. The one thing I do like about Littlefinger's death is we mentioned it earlier in a previous podcast, but. The fact that Littlefinger played everyone is just one step ahead of everyone, and the only way that he can get brought down is by some clown like Bran having having magical powers that he could have no knowledge of. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bran can see everything. It's like shit. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and that's the only reason he, he gets found out. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, you know, you I did think this to John Arryn. Really he did that. And he's like, how the fuck do you know all this? <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, I think you actually. I mean, I, I know you just said you you. you a, clock, a broken clock's right twice a day. I think you actually called that um, Bran would be the end of Littlefinger earlier on. I said that like episode two. That's why I yeah. thought it should have happened a lot earlier. Yeah, it, it definitely should have happened earlier on. I said I, that when you have a character like Bran who knows everything, you've got to be careful who you put him around exactly. because 
it'll kill the show kind of thing. And that's why they could have done it a lot earlier because it ended, ended up done. working that way. Like, Again, John, a broken lock's twice, right, twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> a broken lock. Was <laughs> <laughs> right, so we'll, we'll, we'll go from there anyway. Little, we'll go from there. Little Finger's dead. Oh. Um, that's, the, that's the end of Little Finger. I'm, I'm Sad. Yeah, very definitely. sad, very sad. Just the fact he started the whole Game of Thrones, you know, the, his he, actions that started everything. He's literally the and now reason, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we go from there to Jamie, and he's he's, he's in that big map room, um, and and he's he's basically saying like, "All right, so we'll, we'll 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 head north. You'll go this way. You'll go that way." Cersei walks in, and she's like, "What, what the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I'm, I'm like I'm." I'm prepared. I'm preparing for the expedition north, is what he says. And she's like, "Are you that fucking thick?" She doesn't say it in those words. She says it like I say, paraphrasing again. But she's like, "And and I, I, I always knew you were the stupidest Lannister." <laughs> and and it's like, "What?" And basically, she tells him that she was lying about sending her armies north. Um, I can't believe this, by the way. Like this was the bit where I was just like, "Oh shit!" I know. I, yeah. I, I just, I, I genuinely thought at the point at the in the dragon pit earlier that that was it. Like she was going to send them north. She'd turned the corner. <coughs> that her her seeing the uh, the White Walker was was enough to help make her send the. the, the this dragon. was the, this was the contrasting emotion I felt because what, what what I mentioned earlier, which you you both agreed with, is that when you see Cersei's actually say, "I'm putting my faith in you," like blah blah blah, and like you've gave me no shred of any kind of, you know that that scene. Yeah, this was the complete opposite of that. Where I looked back at that scene and I was like, "Oh." snap like, yeah she's played this perfectly now i know you've got your issues with the plot points but in terms of living it in the moment watching the show that was a great moment for her to say that because it, it caught me completely off guard i was like oh shit that all makes sense now yeah i mean in those terms but i just don't get what her end game is what the logic behind doing this is like well she's she's hired she's hired what is it the golden bank is that what golden company yeah. golden company She's like hired twenty thousand soldiers. I've, yeah, and that that'll be I enough. Feel, I feel like she pretty much explained in this scene like what it is. Um, she's after all she wants is to rule. No, that's 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 her end goal to rule. Her I mean, words, what's, her, the, what's the plan with dealing with the the, arm, the, the white walker? This, army? Is, the, this uh, is what she said. Her words were: "Let the monsters fight the monsters." So she's like, one of them will win between the, the north and the undead, and she was like, "We'll just fight whatever's left." But like if the undead win, their army will double in size because they'll have the entire army they just defeated fighting for them as well. Like she, 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 I mean, she's uh, got a plan. It's not it's not exactly a clever plan, but <laughs> but she, she she thinks she's got a plan. Yeah. <laughs> if you were the advisor, you'd be able to advise that. However, yeah, it's you know that's it, what I just don't get. What her end game is like? Do you know what I mean? She, she's seeing the White Walkers. She knows what they do. But yeah, she's um, still thinking, oh, we'll just beat them once. They, but it doesn't work that way. They'll have the entire world of dead army fighting for them by that point. So, Didn't she say, though, like, if a, if a couple of dragons wouldn't be able to finish it off, what, this, what, this what is can the, we do anyway? This, yeah, this, is where we, this is where we find out that she she noticed that there's only two dragons. We find this out in this scene. Yeah. Um, going back to what you were saying, not like why the fuck was Cersei bringing both dragons? Yeah. Um, so she's obviously noticed that there's one missing and she's thinking, well, they've got a weakness there somewhere. Yep. They've clearly taken one out. So, and um, we also find out in this scene that Yarum was, was 
being a big actor at that point. He he was he was basically lying about well, I don't know if he was lying about being scared. I imagine he was scared, but like he was he was basically going to go and collect the uh, golden company. Um see I don't get this because he's gone on his ships to get the golden company to bring them across the sea, right? Mm. The golden company are famously like they have elephants. Yeah. How big, the fuck are they getting these elephants over the, the over big, the sea? Big ship's neck, big, <laughs> much bigger boat. This, <laughs> this is. I, I, I'm I'm very interested in seeing these elephants crossing the sea. I've got, I'm I'm almost thinking this like they've got like this massive fleet that's only manned by an army. Where are you going to put twenty thousand soldiers to on these boats to bring them back out? Like, that's uh, what I mean. Again, I know I know I'm getting really logic, you know, like logic details kind of thing. But I was just thinking, send. Another fleet together, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, um, and, and and it ends with another scene, very reminiscent of an earlier scene with Tyrion, where Tyrion's mm. Tyrion earlier said to Cersei, "Like, get Mountain to kill me, just do it now." Jamie essentially says the exact same thing, like, "Come on, do it, say the word, get him to kill." In my opinion, Cersei seemed very much more willing to kill Jamie than she did Tyrion. It seemed to me that like she was like, "Yeah, go on, fucking kill him, whatever." Well, she nods her head, doesn't she? And like you hear the sword unsheathing, yeah. and at that exact moment, I was like, "Oh my god, it's, oh, the, it's the end of Jamie Lannister." Because I, I, I like Jamie Lannister. Be, yeah, this a lot would of people be do. as big as a red wedding. Like, you know, yeah. kill off Jamie at this point and be like, "Oh my god," but they they didn't go through with it. He didn't know, and Jamie just literally walks off, and then he says, "I didn't. I. I just. I knew. I don't believe you." Do you get the logic? I don't understand. I she literally that. gave the nod to do it. See, I didn't, he didn't get didn't do it. She. Like, he, she. Yeah. I mean, she, she must have I said before, and look, whatever happens here, you're not yeah. killing Jamie Lannister. But then, at the end of the scene, anyway, um, Jamie goes and does the quickest change ever. And he's uh, and he's he's no longer in his awesome. Going back to your talk about the armor earlier, armor. he's no longer in his sick um, lion encrested armor. He's in is in leather like a leather tunic. Into yeah, le- a leather like, tunic. Yeah. It's definitely a highlight that scene though when he was in that room. I, I like, just think they should have killed him. Like that would have been like no, that that would have been perfect for me. The irony of the fact she could have killed the brother she hates earlier and didn't do it for political reasons. And now she doesn't trust Jamie to the point that she actually had him killed. Like that to me would be the, the perfect, the final turn for Cersei into being like completely unredeemable. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if she'd have done that. It makes sense, but I feel like him, he's a popular character. I don't know if it doesn't matter if they're a popular character or not, but I think there's more of a story to tell there with Jamie sort of being redeemed as like a good Lannister, like Tyrion. I think this is. If there was nothing planned for Jamie, that would have been the perfect place for him to finish. But the fact is, we've got one more season left. I think this is all building towards that. And the, he will have a much bigger part to play. There'll be a payoff. This was just a, a small peak on the way to his finale, so to say. Yeah. I just really think that... Like, there's one bit when she gave the order, the look on Jimmy's face, you're like, shit, they're going to do it. Like, they're going to kill him. Like, I genuinely bought it completely, and he just walks off. I don't, yeah. believe, I don't believe you. And I was like, what? what no, I know. Kill him. I know. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was poignant, though, the way he was like, I don't believe you. And he just 
walk straight through it because he, yeah. he, he. I mean, the look on Cersei's face was very telling as well, wasn't it? Like she, it was a half-hearted kind of. I mean, I don't know. Like as he walked off, she, she, she was like, she clearly had a bit of concern in the, in her eyes. Like she was like, shit, I've just, I've, 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 I've just made the worst mistake of my life, kind yeah. of thing. She looked distressed she, when he she, walked away because yeah. she, she got up after him and she, she'd said earlier, nobody walks away from me, but she let him walk away and she walked, she sort of followed him for a few steps. And then just looked and looked at the like distress. And that's it though. That's that's like she's the only Lannister that she hasn't like either lost by being killed or, or she's pushed away. And that's that's that means she's the only Lannister left in in her little circle. So even if she manages to win, because she's pushed them all away now, she, there's there's no one to pass it on to apart from this child of hers. Bastard child. This fake child. <laughs> <laughs> which which I, I'm convinced either won't be real or or um, this child will be the death of Cersei in the coming season. Maybe. And, and, and in a roundabout way, Jamie will have killed Cersei. Uh, and and then, then mini Tyrion will pop out. Yeah. I reckon a, 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 a little dwarf will pop out of Cersei, killing, killing Cersei in the process. I mean, this is this is what I'm hoping for. Like uh, Cassie reminded me of something today in work. The prophecy is she'll only ever bear three children, that they'll all die before she does, and she'll die at her brother's hand. So, like, that's why I think that the baby's fake because the prophecy told her she'll only have three children. But she's not had the child yet. No. Maybe Jamie or Tyrion will get in there first and kill her before she, <laughs> before she can have it. <laughs> I love the stabbing motion you just made. <laughs> hey, I, I, I guess it's, it wouldn't be the first time we've seen a pregnant woman die. die. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the red wedding one was just the most that horrific was, scene. It was very yeah. horrific. Could be another um, red wedding coming, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Um, Cersei, and, Cersei and the Night King getting married. <laughs> Tyrion pops in. <laughs> 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 Shall we continue anyway? <laughs> um, just, just going back to that scene of Jamie riding out. We, we, we see the first snow that hits um, King's Landing at this point. So, I didn't, I, I didn't realize it, it'd been that it had come that south at this point, to be honest. But obviously, it'd been months yeah. since, like a few scenes ago. To be fair, so it's it, winter is, is in King's Landing now. Um, from 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 that scene, we go on to Winterfell now, and um, Sam arrives. Um, he instantly yep. goes into um, Bron 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 Bran's room, um, cha- <laughs> <Brum. laughs> chambers, or a room with Bran in it anyway. Um, and he walks in and and says, "Oh, I don't, I, I didn't think you'd remember me, Bran." And Bran's like, "I'm the Three-Eyed Raven." He literally has to tell everyone instantly, he's like, "I am now the Three-Eyed Raven." <laughs> yeah. It's like, "All right, Bran, give it a rest, mate." Like, no? You've told us three times already. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything. Well, you know to shut up then. Like, yeah, but we'll, um, we'll find out he doesn't know everything I, but either. Sam, <laughs> yeah, it's been about that. Yeah, yeah. Sam, Samuel walks in. Anyway, and um, the 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 they basically they basically talk about well what I most took note of anyway they took they they, they spoke of John's heritage didn't they um, in detail yeah and and we go back to that scene with uh, 
was it was it last season or the season before where uh, where Bran basically goes back to see Ned as a child um, with his sister? Is it La- yeah, Lyanna? Yeah. Lyanna, um, um, giving birth, um, and we've seen it there, but we didn't hear what was said. But we we, we kind of see that Lyanna says, "Oh, his name's Aegon Targaryen." You have to whisper it. His name's Aegon Targaryen. <laughs> much better. <laughs> and then that starts like, "What? There's only a child called Aegon Targaryen. What, what are you calling him that for?" I mean, I mean, he doesn't say that, John. He doesn't. He doesn't say that. But this is really pissed you off yeah, yeah, should we let John just jump on his little box here and just, just moan about it just a quick just a quick one it, there's a character called Aegon Targaryen already one of Rhaegar's children who was still alive at this point and they've named another baby Aegon it's just apparently weird. wasn't I was reading apparently like by this point the other Aegon had been murdered I don't think they would have known about it though like, they might not have known about it but he was still murdered at this point <laughs> But at the same, on the same like thing, like I don't know if like they've just gone a completely different way with um, well, the, I mean, what, the what TV the, show. Well, what they've done is there's total spoilers there for the books. But in the books, Aegon wasn't murdered. He, he turns up later on in Westeros oh, so as like, like a thirteen-year-old. So they've merged that character with Jon Snow in the TV show. Interesting. But then completely forgot there's already a character called Aegon Targaryen. So they've merged a character, but there's also already a character called that. Right. Wait, Aegon's shown up in the show. No, in the book. In the book, he's still alive and well. and like So in the book, as, as, uh, have we found out that John's called Aegon? He's not called Aegon in the book. That's what, that's what... So what's the issue then? Hang on, hang on. Right. Raegon apparently liked the name... Uh, Aegon. Aegon, <laughs> right. So he's called two of his children, Aegon. So he's called two of his children, that. Um, he always believed in prophecies, and Aegon is supposed to be the, the prophecy name, like... I don't know the right word for it, but it's it's like it's it's the primo name for the Targaryen family. It's the name that will lead them to sort of be be in charge, basically. Yeah. So when I'm gonna throw it out there, maybe he was doubling up his, the chances. Yeah, just call all your children Aegon. <laughs> well, didn't George Foreman name all of his children George? Or is that not true? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But I'm sure that's true. Yeah. Let's just pretend it's true. I've got issues with that as well, to be honest. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to be... I, I know very little about what it would be, but yeah. it could be that it's it's a prophecy type. It's a prof... That, that's my only issue with it. They might go back and retrofit this, but there are basically two babies called Aegon in the show at the moment. In the book, there was one baby called Aegon. And from the book character, they've merged in with Jon Snow, but so, they forgot there's already still a baby called Aegon that they can't retrofit. I wouldn't that, mind if they if they yeah, but, retro if put them together with Jon Snow and Aegon characters from like, the books together. You, you just but, said but, but they, they have done that. You just said but they, in the show they're still on the character called Aegon. Yeah, yeah, but you, yeah, but how's there another character called Aegon in the show? He was the baby who was murdered and presented to Tywin Lannister. That was the the baby that Oberyn Martell was trying to avenge when he was. And killing, that was definitely Aegon. Aegon and a girl as well. There was oh, a girl. is it definitely Aegon then? Yeah. Well, yeah, I presume so. <laughs> but, but you're presuming that like, we don't know. If well, no, they... that's what I mean. Like they might retrofit it now and say it wasn't Aegon. They, they might which, have gone a different way because, like, like in in future books, they might have they might go a different way with the Jon Snow storyline. No, in future, like Aegon's a character in the books. No, what like, I mean literally. is they, they might they might go a different way with the Jon Snow storyline in the books. They might not call him Aegon in the. Oh, book. it won't. It won't be. He definitely won't be. That's what I mean. They might go a completely different way. Like I'm fine with the books. It's the show. I'm not happy with. <laughs> 
can I? Is the fact there were two characters called Aegon knocking about at the same time? I mean, time. we don't know that the other one's called Aegon, though. I think we do. Like, we don't. They might retrofit it now, <laughs> so it doesn't. But it was always Aegon, kind of thing. That I'll have to go back and check. I'm sure Obi might have name checked him at some point in series four. That was the reason he fought the mountain. Because the mountain killed baby Aegon. Okay. Yep. I mean, this has got too complex for yeah, me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to throw out there that I like the fact that Jon Snow for a few seconds was called Jon Sand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah. Continue your Aegon <laughs> conversation, <laughs> Jon. Right. That, that was my only point. Let's, let's, let's move on from Just the whole... Just a nitpick, that's all it let's, was. Let's move on from that. Like We, know, we now know that um, John's given name was Aegon Targaryen. But it should have been John Sand. Um, <laughs> it, it should definitely have been John Sand. Um, and we now know that John is the rightful heir to the throne, the Iron Throne. Yeah. Mm, he, if he, you he, respect Robert Bar- uh, Baratheon's rebellion, isn't Gendry the most rightful king? Gendry definitely yeah. is. Gendry. If he was a legitimized bastard. If the theory, I don't know if you, I think I spoke about this in the last episode actually. Mm. But um, like the theory goes that um, Gendry might actually be Cersei's child, um, jo- and may in fact be the most like legitimate. Is that a theory to- going around? That's a that's a that's legit. I love that theory. That, 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 like because this Gendry's got like a, a, a because well, I was going to say an iron chance at the throne there this, because this, he's mm. he'd there, surely be the most legitimate. Well, there's a thing there's, there's a thing saying that like like obviously like in the in the, one of the first seasons they were saying that like um, Gendry's blacksmithing lessons I guess were paid for by like a higher up uh, member of like a secret higher up. Um, like Branch. royal, royal, right? And, and but basically, what they're saying is like it's Cersei, and she kind of kept him close, by, by by paying for this kind of thing. And just as like as as the order went out to uh, kill out kill all of Robert's bastard children, um, he was he was magically shipped off to uh, the Night's Watch or wherever they were going at that point. And basically, the theory goes that like it's been it's been very closely being. She's kept a very close eye on this child, knowing it's hers. But that's one of my favorite theories I've heard. I like that. And and he is actually a legitimate claim. Has a legitimate claim to the throne. Well, the most legitimate. The, the most legitimate. Yes. If you respect the Bar- the Baratheon Rebellion. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Um, we'll 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 go from that. We're we're nearly at the end of the episode now. Um, the next scene. Um, knowing what we just we just found out is pretty weird uh, basically John John knocks on Daenerys' door and yeah. and and basically he bangs her all night long uh, winter is coming but all Daenerys can think of is 8 inches of snow <laughs> <laughs> you've had that lined up haven't you <laughs> you've, been, you've literally had that lined up all episode <laughs> Uh, I love that though, but yeah, um, they bang. Um, Tyrion is looking on. This is the look I was on about. <laughs> Fruit, right, the doors closed. The doors closed. <laughs> Tyrion's not in the he, room. He, Tyrion's he, at the window. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's seen John go in, and and he's like, got, like in the room. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen John walk into the bedroom of Daenerys, close the door behind him, and and. And now Tyrion's looking on at the closed door yeah. with no naked people in sight. So we, what you're saying is a scene John enter <laughs> is... <laughs> right. All right, guys. And um, Tyrion, this is the theory I was on about before where this look that he gives, um, he kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of saying like, 
you know, I've, I've, I've betrayed you. It's, it definitely stuck out to me as a scene that shouldn't have been there. That's what I mean. But I don't know if this is a red herring that they've put in. Well, the fa- I, the, I've got to I don't remember the, the scene, to be honest. The fairy goes that... that <laughs> Whilst the sex scene was going on, John, me and Nick were concentrating on the dwarf oh. behind the door. <laughs> <laughs> the fairy goes that, um, that he's a betrayed her and the look's kind of like, shit, what have I done kind of thing. But um, Peter Dinklage has actually come out today in an interview and said, no, what it is, is um, like there's been a history with Daenerys of things going wrong with her and her lovers. Um, so he knows that, that this is this is never going to go well at yeah. all. Can I just make the point that Kit Harrington, who played Jon Snow, lived the fact that his character had died. He told every interviewer that he's done with Game of Thrones. They had a wrap-up party and everything. Oh, I was saying that. Yeah, and then he just lie, reappeared. And, then, and he was like, oh, I was just messing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Don't believe the actors. They do line interviews, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean. The theory might be correct. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes anyway. Um, we, we have we have the next scene. It's pretty insignificant. I didn't really care for it. But it's Sandra and I who stood on the wall looking out. For, um, and they're talking a bit about Ned and... Bit of, uh, I don't know, they might talk about Jonathan. I generally can't remember what he talks about now. No, they, they, they spoke, I think I Just used to... Just stick it together. I, 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 it's, it's about uh, like who'd make the better lady. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. And it was always going to be Sansa because I is more of a tomboy. And I says says some uh, some line that Ned said in season one or something yeah. and Sansa says like, oh, that's me, that's me dad. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, it was fine. It, it, was, it, it, it weren't that much of an interesting scene. It was just, yeah, let's go to the next one. This is this is where it gets a bit more interesting. Anyway, um, it's Tormund and Beric on the wall, and they're looking out, and it's very snowy, and 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 through it is the, winter. It is very wintry. <laughs> it's very winter. Um, basically, the undead army after what, what was it? A month. A month. I've, <laughs> I've, I've travelled the 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 distance. In which, um, in which Gendry, Gendry ran, ran yeah. in a day. <laughs> Gendry's a fast runner. <laughs> he is a very fast runner. But the the undead army, after a month, have finally managed to walk there. I know you're too cynical about this, but they walk very slowly. They do walk yeah. very slowly. Do the dragon fly slowly? <laughs> I, I, thinking about it though. Thinking about it though. After the the, the end of the other episode as well, they did have to stop. While they pulled this dragon out of the water. That dragon might not have been able to fly straight away. And they had to train the dragon. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had to find those chains from somewhere that they pulled that's out of the water what, with. To be fair, this could have taken a while. Though. They might have just been like forging those chains <laughs> for like a month or so. This is a point. This is a point. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. It might make sense. So they, 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 they arrive anyway. And um, and God, we didn't expect it. But the the, 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 the dragon came out and, and was breathing big, Blue flames. Yep. Um, Can I make a comment on the dragon noises? Oh, yeah. As a sound design. Go ahead. The noises were different to the normal dragons, which I quite liked, because it would have been probably a bit lazy to give them the exact same dragon sort of sounds they were making. But it was more, like... It was more fucked up. Like, yeah. Like, you can't imagine... A dragon makes a noise that that everybody puts to a dragon, even though nobody's ever heard a dragon. But that undead dragon's noises were even more messed up. And I've really enjoyed that, um, that dragon. 
It was faster as well, I think. I don't know if that was just me, but it seemed a lot quicker than the other dragons. It was flitting about and stuff. Yeah, there was a scene where it just flew right past the first time you see yeah. it, and it incredibly fast. It, yeah, it sort of takes you by surprise the first time you sort of spot it. Definitely. But yeah, the the the, the Night King's light riding this dragon, and he essentially takes takes out a big chunk of the uh, the wall right next to the the sea. Yeah, I mean, I thought there was meant to be like magical spells woven into this wall. And I I, I was saying this today, like magical like, fire. We, 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 yeah, magical dragon. We, we, yes. Like, what's it, Uncle Benjin? Benjin, yeah. Uh, Uncle Benjin in an earlier scene, like she said, I can't pass the wall because there's magic in the wall which stops all undead from passing it. But all of a sudden, like, it, like there's magic protecting people these from going past, but all they need is to fucking burn it down. Yeah. Like, who didn't think of this? To get into sort of black magic and things like that. Like, if you destroyed the vessel of which the spell exists, then surely the spell stops existing. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm still not, I'm still not buying it. I, I feel like if there's magic on the wall protecting what's on the other side of the wall, surely the wall, the magic should be able to stop a bit of fire. It's magical fire. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree on the undead dragon's magical fire. <laughs> But it's yeah, just another one of their moments that seems a bit like they've they've gone out of the way to explain like you can't do this, you can't do that. It's like oh fire, just burn it down. Like, you know, like, a bit I mean. like they just couldn't think of a better way but to the, do the, it. Kind the, of thing. The, yeah, he basically breaks the wall down with his blue flame, and no, uh, the, 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 the we see Tormund and Beric running away, and they seem good. I guess they've they've made it out. Do we think they made it out? I yeah, think they I definitely think so, made it out. Yeah. I said to myself, I was like oh, I really don't want Tormund to die. And then I said to myself, if there's like a longing shot on his face, he's done. And like a second later, there was a long shot on his <laughs> face looking in peril. And then the wall went down. And I was like, I know you've not seen his body. I, just, I, just, I, I, I That kind of that kind of shot for me though, it's like when, when it's like a big, big scared face with the wall falling around him. That to me, it's just like, oh look, guess what? He's dead. <laughs> and then next season, he's just going to be absolutely fine. He's going to be in. He's going to be in the black. Um, he's going to wake up in some snow. Or he's going to be in Castle Black next episode. Yeah. Um, saying, oh, the undead are coming around the wall. Like you've got no point anyway anymore, guys. Like you, you're supposed to be protecting the other side of the wall from these, but you've fucking failed. Well yeah. done. <laughs> I think then sort of leg it down the wall to Castle Black and they'll regroup yeah. there or something like I that. I think they will. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about the impending feeling of doom that when that wall went down and it's this dark, foggy sort of scene and you just watch the army just start marching through this wall it's that's amazing, kept isn't away. It? Like that, like the suspense and like just in the I sense mean, of dread that's coming. I mean, it definitely gets me really excited for next season. That like, Definitely. I feel like... The, I'm hoping that like this was just a, like we will like we will get into it in a sec actually about um, what we thought of the season as a whole, but like I definitely feel like this season was just a build up season for the ne- next one, and this and the shot for me was like okay, this this could actually be really good now because we've got this massive army traveling south of the north of the north south of the wall. Um, and they're, they're going to be very soon met by the people of Winterfell and the people of the north. So I am excited to see what happens. Um, so I think, like, are we supposed to be getting six episodes next season? I think so. But but they're all supposed to be feature length, aren't they? Mm. 
So we'll have a good amount of TV next season. Yep. But um, right, that that was the end shot. Anyway, any any more final points on the on the episode before no, we not move for the on? actual episode, just the season as a whole, but not for the episode though. Um, I, I liked the episode. I thought it was a good finale. Like Game of Thrones finales aren't generally the best episode in the season. I, I disagree because, like last season, was the the season where Cersei blew up the the sept of whatever it's called, Baylor. Baylor. Um, that yeah. that that was that was last the finale of last season. There's been at least four seasons though where the penultimate episode has been the best episode. I mean, at least la- for the first few seasons. Last, yeah. season, last season's penult- uh, penultimate episode was the the episode before the end, but like the finale is still really good this season. Like we'll get into it now. We'll go. We'll go into our thoughts on the season as a whole, and uh, before we get into the rating. Oh, do you want to do the ratings for the episode first? Yeah, I can do. Yeah. Should we do rate what we thought of the episode? Uh, do you want to go first? Oh, I'll start. John? Very light three for me. Three out of five. Oh. That's a, that's a, that's probably the smallest rating you've given. It for actually it. is, but to be honest with you, yeah. So, yeah. For any episode, whole be- season, I think it deserves better than that. I was really disappointed with a lot of the logic behind it. We mentioned a lot of theatricality that doesn't add up to me. You're on pretending to be. Oh, I'm so scared, but really, he's going over there. Ah, uh, yeah, putting on that whole show for, for little things benefit before they kill him. It's like, what's the point? Just kill him. Like, you know what I mean? It's just all that's for the audience as opposed to the character. And I don't like yeah. stuff like that. Though. They're trying to trick the audience rather than any characters in the scene, kind of thing. What yeah. about you, Joe? Yeah, um, what are you rating it? Uh, I'd give it. I'd give it a solid four. That's four. See, like I feel like we've we've come across this before, where I seem to be talking like. As if I don't like the se- the episode as much as you, but I'm probably going to rate it higher than you. I'm, I'm giving this a four point five. I did consider it as 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 an episode, but I think I feel I still I feel I feel like you liked the episode more than I did. Like there was a lot probably of, there was yeah. a lot of plot holes in it for me. Like, but we'll get onto it next anyway. The um the seasons a whole I thought had a lot of that in it. So, well, I'd, I'd say as as a season as of a. a as the for the season as a whole, there was probably one five star episode, which for me was the was it episode four, the first leaked one. Three was it? Yeah. When we get the first sort of four, yeah. four. the dragonous one, yeah. For me, that was that was a five star. Episode. That was a really good episode. The rest of them are four or five point five for me. Like I, it's it's been it's been a good season, but it is a build up to the final season. So you have to kind of watch it, knowing that you're watching. You're not watching the last lap of a race. You're watching the second to last lap of the race. So stuff's going to happen, but you're not going to get to your final destination in this season. So, yeah, I mean, my, like I, I don't know. I, I agree that episode four. It was a really good episode. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the uh, second to last episode though. I thought that was quite good in the uh, north of the wall. Um, but as a season of whole, like I, I feel like they just got really lazy. They they didn't give a shit about so they they just like all right, this needs to be finished now. So let's plonk this in here. This needs to be finished now. Let's plonk this in here. And and they just and, and it felt really lazy to me as a and and like and it's not Game of Thrones that even even though like you say it's the season before the last season. I feel like they've just just gotten really lazy and they've they've, not, they've gone away from what they normally do and it's. As much as I'm excited for the next season, it gets me a bit worried that they're going like they've just gotten really, really lazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to always bang on about like the books being better than the TV show and stuff, but it feels to me since they've gone past the books, it just the writing just hasn't been as good as before because they had a framework to go off. 
and now they've got to write it themselves and it just turns into generic TV yeah, at that yeah. point, like just like every other TV show. Whereas before it was something like special kind of thing. I mean, I think it was a very predictable season. But yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing for me that it's never been predictable. Game of Thrones. And See, that's it for me. Like, yeah. I, I, like you could predict everything that happened in this season. Absolutely everything that happened, you could predict was going to happen. A lot of the stuff, though, like, like I said, for you to build up to a final season, and you've done seven episodes, you kind of need to fit a lot in, which they did, which, you know, twists the time space. Like, how have they travelled this far, this fast sort of thing. Yeah. So they've had to fit a lot into this season and they've went round tying off as many loose ends as they can that they won't be tying off in the final season. Now, I was a fan of Lost, but when that season, when that show ended with so many loose ends, it ruined the entire show. Yeah. I'd rather watch Game of Thrones and go, right, so season seven is where they've tied off 25% of the the, the, the sort of threads whether they were good tie-offs or not but not good tie-offs it doesn't matter they've left the rest of it for the final season so I'm I'm f- comp- really really excited for the final season where it actually all gets boxed off I don't want another show like Lost where nothing gets resolved um, so I can I can deal with a season that's a bit more predictable than the other seasons we've had of Game of Thrones because I know it's leading to this final thing now it's kind of we've watched this now for is it seven years? Game of Thrones has been on now. Seven years. Uh, what six years this year? Six like, yeah, years. Just over six years. Yeah. yeah. The the longer it goes on, the more theories come out, and the more predictable everything has to become. I, I feel like that you have to do something absolutely insane now for yeah. it not to have been a theory. We've covered theories on this this show today that people have covered hundreds of times before. So it's like the longer the show goes on, the less the the more predictable it, it gets. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I, I do feel as though like they've always made, even though like there's been theories out there, they've always managed to just throw a spanner in the works and be like, right, well, this is this is something that you didn't expect, and we're putting that in there. And, and like this season, no, it's just like, well, you you predicted this was going to happen. Well done, you're right. Uh, and they've just done it entire season, and I feel like. But I mean, we spoke about. It. I think Jamie. I think they've missed that, a massive that, that, thing there. They killed I mean. Jamie. I'd have been like, oh my god, like they've killed I mean. fucking Jamie. Like, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Though, like, don't, don't blow your load on the last episode of se- season seven. Like, it's clearly there's a purpose for him to be alive to do something bigger in season eight. Yeah, I'd I'd really liked him to have died. <laughs> I like the character, but I just think it would have been like a great. Like, I'd have never seen that coming. You know what I mean? The, it would change the dynamic certainly mm-hmm. for season eight. But yeah. I like the idea that he's going to join. Join up, yeah. Join their army. I like that, like because I didn't see that at the start of the episode or the season or any other time. I never ever saw that happening. Yeah. But it's happened now. He's he's left. He's left like the, the side he's been on for yeah. seven. Sw- switch seasons. teams basically, yeah. completely. Like yeah. So that that's unpredictable. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll kind of okay. jump in with the final point on the season. Go on. Is that we're on about? Yeah. Like you mentioned, lost there. See, I'm the other way. I I prefer something like that I, it's, for me it's more about the journey than the destination like because you can pretty much guess where it's going to end up you know I mean? I'd rather have a good journey then I wouldn't care how it ties up in terms of uh, but do, you know, do you know what I mean that's, that's for me what I'd look for in something like that I, f- I think it's more about more about the journey but I, ne- I need I need it to be a nice it needs to all make sense yeah which Lost didn't Game of Thrones makes sense at the moment yeah and just one final thing, like for me, this season it's my least favorite season of, the, of all of them. No, no, I, I agree. This is my least favorite yeah. of all. Is it really? Yes. I, th- I thought two was pretty mundane at the time, but I think this is probably worse than series two. But 
it feels like, remember like in the, in the old series where whenever you cut to Daenerys and she was just wasting time over the sea doing stuff, and every time you cut to her story, you think, when are we just going to get to a, get into doing something important? Yeah. This whole season to me has felt like those Daenerys bits where it's just like nothing's happening. We're just literally just putting, like you mentioned, putting the groundwork for the finale. But you've still got to like do stuff in this series to keep people interested. It's all just felt like filler to get to the finale for me. Like I, 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 I disagree with that. I think there was enough there for it to be a, a competent season on its own. More than competent. I'd probably give the season a four out of five overall. I think it's competent. I just don't think it's, I think it's probably the worst one. Like, it's still good. But... See, when I look at it though, like you two are both saying it's one of the worst seasons. I kind of look at it and go, this was much better than, I can't remember the exact season, but five or six, one of them dragged for me. I just couldn't. I mean, I I'd get into it. I literally, could, a month before this season started, I like I say, I rewatched it all, and I loved every one of them seasons, and and, and I enjoyed learning everything out. Like, because watching it season by season, like you seem to just miss out on things. You're like, oh, see, what, like who's that then? What's what's going on here? But I've, I've I enjoyed learning all that. But this season, like after knowing all of that, I was like, I don't care about any of it. I I, I want to know. What, I want I want these people to fight. I want this to happen. And yeah. I just didn't get what I wanted, to be honest. It felt like a bit of a tease the whole season. Yeah. Just teasing you constantly with stuff to come kind of thing. With. I mean, I, I disagree with the two of you on that. but That's that's mm. that's fair enough. That's why we're, I'm guessing. We're, we're all welcome <laughs> to our opinions. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I feel, I feel like we've been going on for quite a while at this point. And it's been probably... I mean, it's been, it was it was, it was was the biggest episode of the season. It was an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, so, finale. Um, like, we, we, we can expect to have been talking to her for a bit longer, but... Season re- retrospective as well. Like, and we've had a bit yeah. of a retrospective at the end. Um, I think, unless uh, you two have got anything else you would like to say at this point, we should probably wrap up at this point. I'm done. Yep. Yeah, you're both good. Fantastic. Um, thanks very much for. Oh, actually, guys, we've got social media and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh have we? We do have <laughs> stuff like this. Oh, which, see, every time I've listened to this show, you forgot to give the. Uh, John, actually, John, I'm looking at you here. You forgot to give the. I uh, never main... forget to get Nick to do. <laughs> forget to give the main show away, and then Nick's always one picking up the ball. Right? So that you I'll, dropped. I'll, I'll give it away now. Right, we've got a Twitter, which is at the ST Podcast. On Twitter, that is. Um, we've got a Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash DST podcast, or just search Don't Spoil the Ending podcast in the little search bar at the top. Um, I have my own personal one, which is at DST Nick, that's on Twitter. Um, John, do you have it? A- yeah, I'm at Taylor1980. I'm at, yeah, it's Joe, Y E H I T S J O E. Any, any any theories and any any disagreements you have with us, go ahead and message us on them. Uh, Send them to Nick and John. I won't be replying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just bombard with Joe with messages now. At this point, that's what we're at. What we're looking for. Um, fantastic. Anyway, I think we should wrap up the episode at this point. Yep. And uh, I'm don't know when we'll be seeing you for another Game of Thrones episode. Either a year or two years from now. Who knows? But we'll see you then anyway. And uh, thanks very much for listening for this this season, and it's been a pleasure. And thanks for having me on for the finale. It's been that's also been a pleasure. Thanks very much for showing up. Yeah, Good <laughs> I bring you, I, ben, I bring pleasure to all. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> right. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Um, and uh, we'll see you again. 
again. <laughs> Bye. In 2019. Bye. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Bye.